Welcome, everybody, to our next film in our DC lineup, at least in Justice League for now. How are y'all doing tonight? How are you doing, sir? Oh, I'm doing all right. I got a nice glass of wine here. Um, just if anyone really wonders why I'm sounding kind of, um, well, how would you say it? Lo-fi? Eh, you know, all, all those probably know what lo-fi is. It's, it's not a terrible idea. I'll say that. It's a, it's a nice little playlist on the YouTube. I don't know if other streaming services like um, streaming services, excuse me, music streaming services, pardon me, uh, like iTunes or, or the not Weezer, whatever that's called. Uh, the big one, whatever that one's called. I can't even remember what that's called, but I don't know if that one play carries it or whatnot. Yeah, like a chill playlist, something like that. Yeah, there you go. Very, very, very you know, low intensity. Do you have any pre-things that you want to say about this before we get it started? Or This will be followed soon, of course, by uh, the review of the comic tie-in, at least. What it's based off of, loosely, of course, very loosely based off of uh, Justice League of America Earth 2. I don't know if it was a miniseries at all. I'll confirm that if I can remember uh, when we do the review. But I, I, it was either like a just a run that was then just taken out and put separately into its own graphic novel. And then at least for our what we have with our copy bundled together with the with the Crisis on Two Earths movie. Yeah, I was checking in here to see if they had any like details about the collection but none at all this was also kind of a weird set because it didn't have any uh breaks between issues just went all the way through i saved more of that for the review well, of the comics tonight we review the movie everybody if you have your dvd or blu-ray that's all there is as far as i'm aware or a legally purchased copy from the pirates bay or any other torrenting sites Please get it to past all the credits, all the you know PG thirteen logo and what have you. There was a logo, or logo. There was a ad for Sherlock Holmes. Oh yeah, in this movie. <laughs> yeah, that felt dated. That's not dated, but it, you know, <laughs> it's nice to see that. It's a good movie, so made me want to go back and watch that one. So hmm. do that some other time. But anyway, get to timestamp zero. Everybody, please press play right now. Now. Yeah, I've never seen either one of those Sherlock Holmes movies. Even though I'm a Guy Ritchie fan, I just never had any interest for whatever reason. Uh, not fully through for me either, funny enough. Even though <laughs> I gushed and gushed and gushed about King Arthur Legend of the Sword. I Yeah, didn't fully watch those ones all the way through. Or at least Sherlock the first one, pardon me. And yeah, there we get some nice the Warner Brothers animation logo. It's pretty cool there. Prefer the new one, but that's just me. <laughs> Oh, not my subtitles here yet. Yeah, so right off the bat, I mean, the animation style is such improved in this movie. Yes, but as the movie goes on, you can see some limitations. But again, I always have to nitpick. I apologize. <laughs> oh, just, in, just in comparison to our last one, I mean, just so much better. But there's uh, the jester. Absolutely. So that was a nice inclusion that wasn't in the comic, but... Well, again, this is not even remotely close to what the comic is let's be honest here. yeah and i i guess i should apologize for my uh the new frontier when i was saying that that was a better representation of the book i think maybe i more meant that it was just a better kind of version of the book because yeah it's very very different you mean a a more at least for me i i still uh i guess i'll reiterate i was saying in that review also that i didn't really like that comic as much 
And I like it yeah. a smidge more this reread, but I still prefer the movie over it. I'll just say, of course, uh, this is a more, I don't, I don't know. Colorful is the word, but a lot more of a, how would you put it? A more, to me, it, it feels more like a more thoughtful, uh, story. Yeah. More a versatile adaptation. I'll say that. Yeah. And they just do more with the concept, I think. And they limit it down to, again, they at least keep the onto Earth's premise, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And they keep the most of the same characters, at least in terms of the, the leads. We get a whole lot more side characters, but. Indeed. Which is also a fun thing they did that they did for this. It's nice to see some more variants on the uh, Mirror Universe people. I don't know why this opening reminds me of the beginning of Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark, but. It just does. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure why either. It's almost giving me more of a Star Wars uh, vibe. Running through all the hallways. Not this part, but place that Lex was in. Or I guess Alexander. Or do they say that in this movie, or, or is that just in the book? They go with Lex. Oh, okay. Hmm. Interesting that we have a Hawkgirl analog, but we don't see Hawkgirl in the uh, main universe. Interestingly enough. Yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, what do you think of their uh, Martian Manhunter there? <laughs> well, you know, he's just a prop at this point. Yeah. In about a few seconds, he's, well, going nuclear. So certainly taking him out with nuclear fire, that's going to singe him completely. Yeah, they probably just thought he'd be too powerful to keep around. Yeah, especially what he does in this movie. <laughs> and in the comic as well. Yeah, and I like almost every redesign here as well, I'll just say. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, maybe only Ultraman. No, I guess Owlman. But definitely uh, Superwoman. I didn't like how she looked in the comic at all. Was it her hair? It was the whole outfit. Fair enough. Yeah, and I don't love the way that Frank quietly does faces. Ooh, interesting. Um, yeah, I save think that, his face. Pardon me for interrupting. Save that for the uh, save that for the comic review. Well, I mean, we have to reference the comic a bit. I mean, what the movie's based well, off. Fair but enough. It is a bit of a weird order doing it this way, but <laughs> yeah, and a lot of these voices here, uh, just like with the last one, I really don't feel like any of them really. I don't know what to, how to describe it. You weren't feeling it, whereas I actually found the voices to be a lot more natural, and they didn't they didn't seem to be rushing through the scenes. This was a much more well paced movie. I will say that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and James Woods is is really good. I should say. Yeah, I just didn't really feel like anybody really embodied the uh, main roles, like Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. I didn't really feel like any of them. The actors really popped in the in their roles. Fair enough. Again, I don't know why it's I, it's just star power. Holly America just believes in 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 idols, and so we bring these non voice actor idols into into these pictures. And some of them do their job their their part well, and some are just utilitarian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'll, actually, I think I like John Jones in this. I didn't like the design. <laughs> I think his head looks kind of weird, oh, okay. but I like the voice quite a bit. 
What do you think of his suit? Oh, his suit's okay. I don't mind the suit. There's something weird about the shape of his head. It almost looks like it's too big for his body. Oh, fair enough. Oh, I love this bit here. I like this whole opening. I didn't love the music under it, but I like the opening. But this end bit is really cool. Makes me think <laughs> of uh, his Dark Materials. Oh, written by Dwayne McDuffie. Respect, brother. Salute. There she is, Lauren Montgomery and Sam Liu. Both regulars in uh, the DC. Um, I don't know, canon, but both regulars on uh, during this era, I believe. Yeah, I thought it was interesting to see a co-director job. I think it helps the movie, honestly. Yeah, there's a little interview that I read between the two of them that I might include in the, the show notes there at the end. I, I don't know if it was really worth including in there, but it, it, was, it was an okay read. But yeah, they were talking about how they had very different uh, styles of directing and they thought it complemented each other and made the movie better because of it. Agreed. Yeah, immediately right now the animation is just good. Like, yeah, pref- it's it's a lot more fluid than uh, in the New Frontier. Can't say anything about Superman Doomsday. We haven't watched that one yet, but mm-hmm. this I think this animation style would go on to be uh, adopted by Young Justice. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can kind of see that. And refined just slightly more, I believe. Yeah, I think I like some of the design choices here better than in Young Justice, but... Batman eats a pretzel. (laughs) Uh, Enter Spider-Man as the Flash. Yeah, I was definitely feeling some of that, but... I I, I like this Flash well enough. Again, that John Jones head, though. It just looks so strange to me. Is it giving you uh, Chris, uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull flashbacks? No, it's it's making me think of something. I just can't place what it is. I've been trying to think about it. I'll mention it if it if I can remember. But whoa, I think it was more kind of pe- making me. Th- oh, go ahead. I think more people on the street need that kind of technology. Go ahead. Yeah, and, and also this this is just like nondescript uh, roadways again, just like in the Justice League series. <laughs> well. It's a little more, I guess it is nondescript, but I'll, I'll, it's, I don't know, it seems a little more detailed than in the TV show, but again, it's... Yeah, a little, a little more polish on the old, like, stock uh, street designs. Agreed. But, um, but I was going to say, I actually think maybe the John Jones head maybe kind of looks like the one in the Justice League of America pilot. Ah, fair point. That big green face, kind of puffy looking. Yeah, what they did to uh, David's uh, Stern. Yeah, and I, I like all the representation of the characters here, even if I don't really love the performances. But I think Superman looks really good. He looks kind of young for how I vision the Superman. And I guess this isn't actually part of the Justice League universe, but it's a standalone. Yep, I would say it's standalone and influenced by if you know if you watch the bruce tim version of the tv show then i think you'll find an appreciation of this yeah i think i enjoyed it more after kind of getting into some of that stuff because i liked it last time i watched it but i was kind of like it it was a little bit flat but it feels like a good kind of feature length episode for 
that series. Yeah, this could have been a good TV movie. I'll say that. Yeah, that's what it was originally going to be, right? Like they were going to use this as a way to bridge the two um, series with Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. Yes, I believe so. This was because, well, again, we'll find out at the end what happens. Albeit there's some weird parts to it, but again, this is, yeah, it's all for all intents and purposes standalone and has nothing to do with anything else. So just out of curiosity for you, um, how do you think they handled the Lex here as compared to the book? Hmm. Well, for one, the suit's not green and purple. Yeah. <laughs> Which that suit reminded me of the recent uh, Lo- Superman and Lois episode. Well, but... the first one, you mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah, the other ones came out. I mean, that one, as far as I'm aware, wasn't green. Unless I'm wrong on that. Was it not? I thought it was green. Maybe it was green, but unfortunately that suit is a ripoff of uh, Doom Guy's uh, was it Doom Slayer armor. Yeah. From, <laughs> I was thinking uh, that too. Doom 2016, so I can't <laughs> help but call it a ripoff. And yeah, no, I, I, I'm kind of bitter about that. Mm. But other than that, it's... Well, I mean, he's the good version of Lex. Like, he's the, the opposite of he's his opposite from another world so does he have ulterior motives and not really as far as i'm aware yeah i thought this one came off feeling a bit more like real lex just as like with his motives turned around the other one i i didn't really even feel like it felt like lex but i haven't been reading any justice league books around that time so maybe they had like it seemed like maybe they were doing some different stuff with them. Yeah, this is true. Just from, because I, I did read, who was it? Busick? Kurt Busick? I think is that guy's name. Yep. Those were the Justice League books that I read when I was younger. And I remember Lex was like, yeah, it didn't feel like any sort of Lex that I knew from anything else. So yeah, I haven't touched those books in years. I remember really not liking the art, but well, Perhaps it's time to reopen those books and see what cobwebs have been left there. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, maybe I should. I haven't touched any of my issues in like two and a half years. I put them in the long boxes and just forget about them. It's sad. So what's going on here, man? What do you what do you, what do you think is going on here? Oh, with that thing that he left, or no? Just like what's what, what you know what's happening on screen? Oh yeah. Oops. Yeah, so the Justice League, they're, they've split up. Um, some are heading off to the Earth 2, and Batman's being a grouchy grouch guy. Uh, he's like, I th- th- this Earth is all that matters. Yeah, screw those other guys. So I think now that we've transitioned back to Earth, well, it's not Earth 2, but you know, this <laughs> crime, the crime syndicate Earth, as I'll call it. Um, sure. I could probably... No, I don't want to say pinpoint, but I almost have every, I think I name dropped every single or called out every single character that's supposed to be the opposite here, except for a few. Oh, go ahead. Cause yeah, I was definitely had some gaps here. Yeah. The, we'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll see them in a second. That's uh, they, they call him breakdance there, but he's, uh, oh crap. What's his, um, he's in the flash. Yeah. That one's obvious. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Black Vulcan or, whatever he was i don't remember now but 
we see his counterpart later on. Didn't know he could do this with technology, though. <laughs> oh, man, what's his... Vibe, that's what it is. His vibe is the counterpart. And, oh, man, I like the <clears throat> Green Lantern here so much more than in the book. Man, I hated the design for him in the book. <laughs> that's Rainer's oh. normal costume, though. I just hate the goggles thing he's got going on. But, yeah, I never liked Rainer's co- costume overall. Uh, I'm the opposite, actually very much enjoy Rainer's costume goggles and everything. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Uh, yep. I don't know. It's just, it's again, it's just different from the normal design of green lantern. Yeah. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Man, what a smug look that breakdance has. Yep. He's got his little punk kid outfit on. Yep. Nah, I don't even have to like punch you. Just throw you against the wall. Villainous, uh, Marty McFly from, Back to the Future 2. Oh, maybe. Good good, good call. Uh, there's Elongated Man, except he's a punk now. And I don't know who... Yeah, this one I had no clue. Yeah, I'm I'm at a loss. I have no <laughs> idea who that is. Uh, could be Cheshire. I know that's Vixen, obviously. Yeah, the yeah the Lion guy. I had no clue either. Well, that's Girl, actually. That was Vixen. And, uh, you know who that is. Oh, is it a girl? Oh. Got him. Nope. Can't fuck around with him, man. Look behind you. There's a bit of blood there, which is interesting. Oh, hmm. first time. And then this looks like Carol Danvers. I know it's not, but <laughs> I like the design, though. I like her costume, whatever it is. That's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, that power is really gross. <laughs> hey, man, it's elasticity. Um, what the hell? It'd be better if their skin was like actually like just not like a skin skin like it was like rubber or something now, i don't know who this is i looks it looks like plastique but it's not plastique but it, but she it seems like she has the powers of psycho uh pirates yeah that was another one i had no clue about but i'm not a big dc, DC guy so i wasn't uh that's a woman right there come on <laughs> Whoa, holy crap. That's pretty cool. I love the pink. I do too. I maybe I actually I guess that's supposed to be Star Sapphire. Now that I think I maybe. Probably not. Oh, poor Flash. Yeah. Mesmerized? No. Yeah. What'd you think about that joke? I was actually surprised. Like, oh wow, we're actually doing putting throwing some pop culture references there. Yeah, I guess that's kind of fun. Not too obscure. Everyone knows Star Star Wars. Yeah. And we get their counterpart later on as well. Who Whose counterpart? Uh, Star Wars' counterpart. Oh, I don't remember this. Yeah, well, you, you, you'll, you'll hear it. Don't <laughs> worry. Al. Yeah, and Al, man, I, he was my favorite part of the book. And then I rewatched this movie and I was like, oh, he's so much more interesting in this movie oh yeah who's who do you think that is i have no idea who that is but <laughs> i like that it's very unsuperhero outfit it almost feels like it's a lazy design <laughs> oh of hers it's not supposed to be like they're not superheroes in this universe remember that like it's yeah i guess that's fair it's whatever they want to be yeah street uniforms 
whatever they threw on that was uh, not dirty that day. Basically, there's some interesting animation there. Yep. Oh, maybe I forgot to call it out. I love that when they were sitting around at their little conference table. I also thought there was some cool camera movement there. It felt very uh, cinematic. This whole movie has a much more cinematic vibe. Also, I guess that's the watchtower air quotes in. Uh, and, and Lex's watchtower, at least. Pardon me. That's a bit of a shame. I kind of was hoping that Lex would use the environment to his advantage since that's his base of operations, I think. Uh, he'd have any like security measures, but I guess they destroyed them all. Mm. Yeah, that. Yeah, I guess that works. I'm going to assume those are like superhero bullets. <laughs> Maybe they're uh, anti kryptonite. Not working. Superhero bullets. Uh, superhuman uh, bullets that are. You know, like uh, armor piercing rounds. And that just looks like real clouds, doesn't it? Yeah, I think they did some rotoscoping or I don't know. I kind of like it. Yeah, no, me too. It just it's a little striking uh, in comparison to everything else. Yeah. You know, all this stuff looks great. Yeah, not too much. Uh, not too many off panel animation half panel um off animations I, i'd say nope. very <laughs> first, professional work here i'll be I'll, I'll say this when i first saw the arrival of these uh these three i was like oh who is who controls thunder dc i'm like ah oh, i gotta really think <laughs> oh right it's the uh it's the shazam yeah it's the captain marvels excuse me <laughs> you almost got me there Freudian slip <laughs> And is this still supposed to be Kyle Rayner as the Green Lantern, or no? It's we. I I assume it's Kyle, Hal Jordan. Hmm. Because he almost looks more like Kyle in the uh, Superman the Animated Series. Just because he's got a bit more younger, more. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm totally off there. See, but I'm always. I always. I don't remember. I was going to mention this during the uh, the episode we did that uh, of kind of Kyle Rayner's. Mm-hmm. I always thought Kyle Rayner was either Chinese or Korean. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I never got that impression, but... Fair enough. Hmm. Surprise Flash didn't get zapped by lightning uh, at that point. Sure. Oh, yeah, do you think it's fair that they left out kind of the drug angle? Because I thought, like, how oh, this PG-13, maybe they can get away with that. But they just chose to just completely stay clear, steer clear of it. The drug uh, topic. No, for the opposite flash. Oh guy. yeah, for Johnny Quick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they left out a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. But again, I thought that was one of the more interesting angles. But I guess we'll get to that later. Oh, see, yeah, this looks great. It really does look like it's just real sky. Just shoved him in there. Some people, some people might just be a little like, it's uh, kind of out of focus, but I think it's okay. Yeah, no, I think it works. Out between a rock and a hard place. And again, it just makes for kind of a cool, kind of a cool look. Well, that also looked cool. Mach one, I assume she broke the sound barrier. To surprised she, if she's Superwoman, she doesn't have her counterpart lasso interestingly enough oh yeah that is weird yeah and i i may have not been paying attention did did they say if this was supposed to be lois as well 
Ooh, that's a good question. I don't actually know. Mm. Yeah, because I was I was trying to look for it, but I started to lose track near the end because I got distracted by a couple of things. But well, looks pretty cool. It's one thing I didn't expect to find in this movie is the invisible jet. Yeah, I think they were saying that was one of the reasons they wanted to use this for uh, the bridge between Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. They were like, we're going to introduce this uh, invisible jet as like a new feature for the new series. And then I guess it just fell through the cracks and here it is all these years later. Actually, that makes me... But yeah, it's kind of nice to see it. It looks cool. That makes Doesn't me look silly. Oh, it sorry. <laughs> it, makes me, it makes me wonder if this was a script that Dwayne McDuffie had written years before and they just like brought it out of the library uh, or off the shelf and then kind of updated it and adapted it into, you know, a direct to video format. And then, yeah, here it is now. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it's, I don't know if it was Dwayne McDuffie. I wouldn't be surprised, but yeah, that, that's essentially what this was. The only thing that I couldn't find is I couldn't find if this even started as a Earth 2 adaptation or if they just kind of crafted into that. It might have just been more building off of what they already did with. um. Oh, fuck. We, we did that one. What's that one called? <laughs> uh, a better world. A better world. Yeah. In fact, we actually have as in, in special features, we have a better world on there as well as uh, two episodes called Twilight. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah, a lot of cool features on this disc. This is where the Aquaman pilot is. Yep. And uh, Wonder Woman. The Linda Carter one. Yeah, Linda yeah. Carter one. <laughs> not, uh, not the unaired 2011 pilot like Cap and Eric thought. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, and uh, there was that DC Spotlight and the Spectre on there. The Spectre. Yeah, that was okay. It was all right. Did you watch that one? I did not watch that one, but I will say this again. It's them trying to, it's DC trying to showcase, literally that's what it's called, uh, showcase each hero in a short. And again, if those shorts had like amalgamated or meant something, not even meant something, but like it all came together for like a movie, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, like a little, like little mini, like kind of like a web series where it's all these like tiny little pockets. Exactly. And then they all come together in a direct to video movie. Yeah, that would have been cool. Anyways, back to the movie. We're getting off topic because... There's a brand new character here, President's Daughter. So that was an- another nice addition. I like the background characters. They are very varied. Uh, diverse in shape and color. It's it's nice to see. Yeah, but what do you think about... Um, how do you think they represented this other world in this? Nothing like the book. Yeah. I mean, I did I would didn't mind that they stayed away from like the direct like this is an antimatter versus matter universe and complete mirror. But I would have liked some more variants. I mean, it seems like it's just a world where it's kind of like things are a little bit tough politically, but it doesn't seem that out of the ordinary. Yeah, instead of the arrival of the superheroes or pardon me, uh, when in the other vert universe, when the arrival of the superheroes came, it was in this universe, the arrival of the supervillains. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't I mean they don't they don't do the whole when we arrive here they twenty four hours later they go to our earth. Mm-hmm. Oh wait. Oh never mind. <laughs> What's that term called? But uh, I forget the scientific term for that, but there's no causation, basically, when they because they as an action came over to uh, Earth Two, the Earth Two heroes or counterparts did not go to Earth One. Mm-hmm. Oh, is uh, that Deathlock? I feel like I saw Deathlock in there just now. Uh, maybe, and I see Lobo. That well, we'll see Lobo later. <laughs> yeah, it looked like was that Swamp Thing? Maybe wait, Deathlock. Death- oh, Deathlock from D- from Marvel. Uh, could have been Cyborg. Oh yeah, oh yeah, from Marvel. Yeah, I just forgot that. I forgot about that guy completely until I saw that image just then, but <laughs> I'd have to see it again. Maybe it was, it could have been cyborg. Yeah. I used to buy the comics just cause I liked the look of them, but I never really read them. It's just, I guess it's got a cool cover to put on my shelf. <laughs> <sighs> isn't that the, isn't that the case for everybody for Deathlock? Is he like hated or something? No, just for, I just mean for, for everybody's. Oh yeah. Oh, I bought this because the cover looks cool. It appeals to me. It caught my eye. Story of everybody's life. I mean, that was a big thing with issues. Yeah, people buy issues just for the covers. <laughs> it's the whole 90s holgra- holog- hol- holographic, uh, not holographic, but hololithic fo- foils. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I've got a couple of those. Not that I really care about them anymore, but... <laughs> they look nice. Yeah, yeah. And then what, But they just sit in my long box, forgotten and alone. <laughs> the philosophical implications. Indeed. Yeah, I like that they kept their relationship. You know, honestly, if they wanted to, this could be a good way. Like, this could be a good starter movie for like a Crisis on Infinite Earth. Yeah. What I mean by that is, it's not the sequel, but like, if you did a n- number of other movies where it's the Justice League in other Earths, you could eventually oh, get it to the point of like the fifth movie down the line in this in this line of movies. Uh, it's got the anti-monitor and he's going to destroy the infinite earth. So it's like, okay. I mean, this is the closest we get to a crisis on infinite earths. Hmm. Oh, by the way, is that, do you think that's supposed to be like the opposite of Solomon Grundy? Oh, that guy. Oh, I thought that was Lobo. Oh, the, uh, whatever the like biker looking big dude is. He's all pale. He's got the red eyes. Yeah. I, su- I assumed that was, uh, I thought that was Lobo. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Could be Lobo. Actually, I think we saw Solomon Grundy in one of the, uh, as the Merry Men of somebody's gang. I don't remember who. Oh, really? <laughs> um, but this action scene does not work. Uh, because, or, or, okay, go ahead. No, no, you, you explain your, your side there. Uh, why is Johnny Quick not, you know, going up against Flash right now? He does literally nothing. Yeah, he's just kind of running around. See, look at that. That, that looks like Lobo. Yeah. I guess he's yeah. I guess it's Lobo-ish. Yeah. Also, all John had to do was just you know phase through the ground and let the two of them collide. But this is awesome what he does here. Yeah, that is cool. I'm also surprised we don't see a counterpart Aquaman in this world. Oh yeah. Yeah, they should have done that. We don't get enough Aquaman. We do some in here. 
Besides, how yeah, can you not deny bit. that that goatee? That's clearly Lobo. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't notice the goatee before. I assume this is where the superhero. The, okay, they do mention the uh, the super uh, power drugs, sort of. I always think of Lobo with having really long hair, but that's true. Maybe that's a '90s thing. I don't know if they were still <laughs> '90s. Everyone had long hair. Yeah, the mullets. Yeah, Superman, Namor. <laughs> Some of them were rocking it. Same with Aquaman, I believe. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. I think Peter David gave him the long hair. But anyway, this is the closest I think we get to the um, uh, the superpower drugs. Yeah, that's fair. Because yeah. we did, there was a line drop of, uh, they, they give people superpowers. It's like, okay, I guess it's by this drug. Now, who do you think this is supposed to be? I think this is supposed to be Donna Troy. I'm not certain, but she's looking Amazonian and mm-hmm. she's flying. Unless this is supposed to be like Diana herself. Yeah, I can't remember which director right now, but one of them said this was their favorite scene. <laughs> so that fight scene between them. Yeah, it's, it's the it's the weed. It broke my brain. I can't, I can't even remember the research that I did anymore. <laughs> Do you have any notes? Um. Yeah, I didn't even grab my. Yeah, what am I doing here? Unprofessional guys, I apologize. I was watching Alien Covenant, and it just uh. Yeah, it ruined my podcasting brain. It numbed my... She's got the tiara, so it could, yeah, I guess it could be a, either a young Diana Troy or Diana Troy, Diana Prince, or it could be a Donna Troy. See, I don't... What, power Ring, what the hey? You could have, like, <laughs> followed them or, or something. Whatever. Nice shading on some of the background characters. Yeah, nice shading work overall. Yeah, if there's one thing you can... Oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Jack, Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, I guess so. Kind of a weird choice. What, James? Okay, fair enough. Well, hey, he's better here than he is in BBS. I love Ultraman's line when he shows up, though. It's weird. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm not one of the best little fight sequences here, either. It's okay, but... I mean, wasn't really a fight scene. He just got him yeah. in a lock. I guess that's fair. Yeah, I like that he still has the Superman watch or the Ultraman watch. Excuse me. I, th- I, th- I honestly, I think uh, the video game uh, Injustice Gods Among Us used this design of Luthor. Well, technically, he's based off the comics <laughs> as well, so. Oh, did I miss the line? I was looking at my screen here. Did he say, uh, get your hands off my boy? Yep. <laughs> That's thought that was a weird line. Well, you know, it's... <laughs> so what kind of re- what kind of relationship do these guys have here? Is that his son or is that his... I'm else? pretty sure because Brian Bloom's doing a Itali- Italian accent, it's supposed to be like the mafia. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, the crime syndicate. I guess they kind of had that role in the other one. I mean, it, there's there's underbosses, there's captains, so I assume that it's Whoa. all based off of the mafia, or you know, various real world crime uh, syndicates or organizations. Pardon me. Ah, uh, the blue kryptonite, his only weakness. <laughs> yes, among many other weaknesses. So, what does Green do? <laughs> I guess it, I assume it enhances him. Ah, uh, maybe it turns him good. 
Makes him act out of character, just like the red one in uh, Smallville. I just recently watched one of those episodes. Oh, man. Oh, but have you been keeping up with Superman and Lois? Have you watched any more of that show? I've only seen the first episode, so. Uh, <laughs> I have no intention of watching that show at all. Oh, I thought you said you watched the first episode. Well, bits of it, but no. nah, it's well. I, I, guy holding a baby in the background, just like, you know, holding yeah. it like, oh, okay, <laughs> random, but we survived. <laughs> really? You want to just throw it in there with him? He could just grab it or have Jimmy grab it. Yeah. Jimmy could eat, swallow it. Exactly. I don't know if that would still mean anything, but yeah. How far away does he have to be? Yeah, that's always the question. eh? <laughs> And here's another person we get uh, another deviation from the book. Yeah, from Nick Fury, right? Well, no, it's President Slade Wilson, <laughs> aka in the oh um, yeah yeah in the in Earth One, uh, if you would call it uh, Deathstroke, the Terminator. Yeah, I don't even think I heard the president's name. It was just I, I thought I knew it was President Wilson. I guess I just didn't make the connection. Really, you didn't think that was okay? For, I yeah, for, sorry, sorry. I didn't hear the first name, so. <laughs> I just figured he was some battered president. Battered indeed. Uh, and of course, since this is the mirror universe, his uh, his eyes or his missing eyes on the wrong side. Not, not wrong side, but the other side, excuse me. So it would be his right eye missing. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess they're going for something different here too, but I thought it was uh, kind of a less interesting take for the president here than they were going for in the book. I don't think it was so much as it was supposed to be Bush at the time or whoever it was. It was just a president. Yeah, it would have been Obama at this time, but yeah, just a president. Yeah. But I liked in the book how they were just so part of the system, like just (laughs) they didn't have any interest in changing anything at all or had any interest in doing anything but serving the syndicate. Yeah, that world was certainly letting the super our humans running the run the show basically eh? mm-hmm. yeah but the daughter angle was nice for how she uh what her relationship is with john jones here i like that bit yeah they certainly developed something which is nice and i i do enjoy her design but i i don't know it's Okay, one thing I'm gonna be upfront with is uh, I can't get past it's like the sec- it's like this uh, book two of Korra. When you look at all the m- characters, none of them blink. Yeah, I I, hmm, I never noticed that. Look at but... that. None of those none of, none of those guys are none of the other league members are like doing anything in the background. They're just like yeah, they're just completely props. still. <laughs> and this is kind of where the movie uh, kind of dips for me, which is a little disappointing. I was like, oh yeah, like. Like Green Lantern is not even a character in this movie. In this movie, yeah, it does take a dip in the middle. Definitely, I started to get kind of disengaged until Bat, until Owlman starts setting up his plot again. That's when I feel like it picks up. But yeah, a little bit dull here. Yeah, just everybody's in the waiting room or or is in a loading screen. I'm just like waiting for their lines to you know come up. Just... Yeah, I feel like there was maybe a little bit of struggling in the writing maybe from having to extend it out to be the hour 15 maybe it was just an hour-long special for jay mcduffie when he was originally writing it 
if he if he originally yeah, yeah if it was going for that angle i, I don't i'm not i'm not here to make a claim or anything like that i'm just hypothesizing of if it is or not but i'll, I'll say this certainly there are characters here that are not utilitarian but there are some that are characters yeah and again that's one of the problems with team stories is you have so many characters it's hard to give them all something to do is there a character arc in this movie for anybody Hmm. I mm. maybe with Batman, I can't. And I has to trust more people. Yeah, that that's kind of there. Um, it's gonna say maybe for the president. Um, I don't know about Rose. No, I feel like she knows where she's headed, and she just gets there. That's true. Nothing <laughs> with Wonder Woman. She seems to know what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Now, as for the uh, teen edge lord here. <laughs> yeah i love Owlman man in this <laughs> oh what a nihilist he's such a weirdo and and james woods gives such like a just a perfect kind of performance for it dry but in the best way possible yeah he just takes everything way too seriously and he's just kind of a kind of a loon yes no he as i said he's that per, uh, kind of reminds me of myself of like oh yeah nothing matters yep so I got to do something that matters. Destroy all of existence for Earth. Well, destroy all of Earth. It doesn't say he's going to destroy the multiverse, but it's it's only Earth. Yeah, yeah. For the the uh, infinite Earths, he'll destroy all. Was that what this called again? Crisis on infinite Earths? Or... Crisis on two Earths. And... <laughs> anyway. uh, it's just like, what are the other League members doing at this time? Oh, they're having their coffee break, you know. <laughs> would have been interesting. Obviously, we wouldn't get scenes of it, but it would be interesting if they went to uh, all their respective cities, kind of like what Batman did in the comic, and see what's going on. Like, that would have been interesting. Uh, the comic didn't explore that, but I would have loved to see what Themyscira Island looked like and what the uh, state of the Green Lanterns are, and or if there are Green Lanterns in the in this universe at all. Yeah, that, that would have been interesting to see some more of that. Yeah. Also, actually, I got to say that um the counterpart to martian manhunter should not have been green it should have been a white martian oh that would have been cool yeah that would have made a little more sense but i don't fully know also shouldn't green lantern or power ring should have instead of been like the yellow ring yeah that that would have been a much better choice yeah but maybe he would have been like too powerful over the other one something like that uh oh, you know there's uh, oh geez <laughs> Yeah, it's quite a bit of blood there. Yeah, I think the I think this movie handles the violence appropriately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it earns its uh, PG thirteen in that way. Certainly does some more things than Marvel would, even in live action. Yeah, they probably wouldn't do it. Well, I guess they did it. In, I think it was uh, one of the Iron Man things, either the Infinity Wars or one of his movies where he was kind of spitting up blood. But that's fair do like this it's like i'm bored i gotta do something here go to the other earth <laughs> yeah that's kind of funny and find the uh the mechanism uh speaking of alien your uh uh subnautica <laughs> oh um by the way subnautica, apparently that's some... oh go ahead the uh the voice the computer there was uh the voice of andrea romano oh really oh yep. that's fun and uh, the old geezer there of uh, of the 
I guess Captain Marvel family is supposed to be Bruce Tim. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, at least in the credits, that's what they said. Oh. Airlock. Lovely. Nice reference there. I think, I don't know if that was what it was in Aliens, but. Oh, there we go. Direct Aliens. Yeah. Apropos of you watching Alien Covenant, although I don't think there's a power loader. I think there is at the end. I think she like has a mech thing. In in Covenant? Yeah, I think so. Interesting. Okay. It's been a while since I've seen it. But... Oof. Or seen the end, I should say. Would have been nice if Batman had donned his, I guess, superhuman armor, but... Oh, well. Oh, yeah. I guess this could be like a minor reference to that, but... Well, certainly of aliens. I know that. Not quite. Yeah. Uh, okay, there we go. <laughs> Pretty, like, it's it's a power loader suit. What do you expect? Yeah, so Batman's quite a dark bastard in this one. Like clearly, Bruce Bruce Tim uh, shares my my view of him as a little bit like standing on the edge to crazy, but this one he goes way over that edge a couple times. And here they are, the reserves. And man, they do some great costume designs. Yeah, this is a cool bit. Glad we also have Red Tornado in here. That's pretty awesome. And that Firestorm is in here as well. I wish he was like blasting a bit of fire as well, but he was at least using his molecular manipulation like he usually was. They should have also called in Captain Atom. (laughs) Atom, excuse me. Oh man, I wish Aquaman had the trident here. That would have been great. Or the oh yeah, that would have been nice. Yeah, did did a lot of these? I guess you didn't watch a lot of the Arrowverse stuff. I was going to ask if a lot of these ones showed up in that show. Uh, let's see, let's see here. Uh, Aquaman has not showed up in the Arrowverse, as I recall. Oh, interesting. Um, hmm. I think Red Tornado actually did end up in Supergirl. It was like episode six, I believe, of season one. And then Firestorm is part of, uh, yeah, starts off in, uh, was introduced in the Flash season one, and then eventually goes on to uh, Legends of Tomorrow. And oh, cool. then, then what? Black Canary obviously is, well, that's it's all point of contention in Arrow, because uh, Green Arrow and Black Canary are oftentimes their lovers and partners. So, Dad, oh, nice. That's a little bit of animation there of uh, Firestorm covering his ears. Yeah, that was, that was cool. <laughs> I forget. It's not the Ronnie Raymond version, but it's the uh, Jason. No, that's a different one. Uh, what else is there? Um, Red Tornado, I said that already. Black Lightning obviously has his own show. And Shazam has... Uh, Mar- Captain Marvel has yet to be seen. In the Arrowverse, pardon me. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like they're not going to stop anytime soon, so I guess they'll get to everybody eventually. Yeah, here's hoping. Except for Batman. <laughs> well, he'll be on HBO Max. Yeah, yeah, that's that's partly why I was saying that. I feel like this wouldn't work just because, you know, it's... it's The Marvel family can control lightning, to, to a point, of course. So you'd think that electricity wouldn't work on them, but... I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Oh, speaking of which, did you... Go go ahead. I was just going to say, I was glad they didn't uh, give Superwoman her, like, thong look from the comic. 
<laughs> I mean, she's wearing her leotard. Yeah, but the other one's like a full on, like, just thong at the back. So I was glad they took that out. Oh, I did not notice that at all. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) But what were you going to say? I cut you off there. Yeah, sorry. um, It's okay. Did you hear about what happened at uh, HBO Max? No, no, go ahead. Uh, According to my dad, yesterday they were previewing a new show. It was like a kid's show, I believe. And she, uh, somebody, you know, was going to, I guess, press the button to like release it and whatnot. And they, uh, accidentally released the Snyder cut. Oh yeah. I did hear about that, but I didn't know what the context was. Wow. Yeah. So it's like either that person got fired or as my dad said, got, uh, got a raise or got a promotion. Yeah. Did, was there like, uh, was it out for very long? Do you know, or like, was it the whole show? I like the first few minutes apparently like we got leaked, but it's like, ah, it's, I don't think that's a big spoiler. Oh, okay. That's good. Nice. Nice save, John. Begging your pardon. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know why the other members of the justice league aren't here, or at least like, you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, in the crowd as, as the secret identities. That's awesome. Yeah. I thought this guy was a little bit of a lazy design, but uh, it's, I mean, what could you do, really? That's cool. That's yeah. It looks like White Martian there. That's that's a yeah. great version of of his reptilian form, not reptilian form, Martian form. Pardon me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what else you could do with you know. I guess Red Arrow. <laughs> yeah, Red Arrow matches nicely with the comics. I guess I don't know. Yeah, that one felt a little bit more like a complete direct parallel, though, and they haven't been doing that as much. No, that's fair. And this, uh, and this scene, we're in a looks to be a Greek-inspired uh, area. Maybe it's Roman. I could be wrong on that, but making me think that this is an actual Amazon. But no, it probably still is. Uh, it might still be Lois Lane. I don't know, but we never, we never, we never know like her name. Yeah, yeah. I guess they never do mention it. This little setup here, mm-hmm. uh, not with this one, but I certainly like that line. Yeah, yeah those rocks look a little bit clunky there. Yeah. <laughs> eh. Yeah, not everything can be perfect. It's not too bad, but Batman, you certainly uh, are still on. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. He, he is catching her monologuing. I like this yeah, too. I that's one thing. I, just, I wish that's one thing that we see more. Ooh, ooh. Such a tiny little movement for her and just shows how weak he is. Yeah, I know. And how like over the head, over he is of her, over the head, over his head he is. But this part I like a lot. Yeah, this was, yeah. Once again, showing why Batman does succeed because he's smart considering he's going up against these like super like godlike beings pretty much yeah i think when i was a kid i never understood why batman was a part of the justice league so i was like yeah, it does isn't he like completely out of his depth against these people like why do they need him i'd say it's a for for human sake it's it's to like keep them i think in line with human humanity 
Yeah, but but also because he's so smart. I mean, it, it's valuable to have that kind of intellect on the team. Indeed, that's that's why you have him on there. Um, you have him on there for his brains and his tactical uh, analysis uh, skills. Yeah, I think it's just as a kid, I was like, oh, he's kind of the weakest one. That's too bad for Batman. <laughs> he is the detective, after all. The world's greatest detective. So you would certainly want to have him on your team. Mm-hmm. It, always, it is always weird for me to think about Batman in this kind of context, though, because he's so removed from Gotham. Like, does he go back home for the weekends or... Like, <laughs> I have always wondered that, uh, and uh, in my mind, I would have it that he has two different suits. He has like his Gotham suit, and he has his Justice League suit. So you could have that one be with the yellow, um, the yellow logo, mm. and uh, maybe it's the blue. If you got some blues in there, I don't know. Whereas the Gotham one would be more darker. Yeah, maybe if they had like teleporters, so he could like spend most of his time in Gotham and just pop up there whenever they need him. Maybe that'd make it work a little better. Yeah, he'd almost need to be a he'd almost need to be a completely different like character. Not even character, but like he'd have to put on a different persona so that he could if he still wants to be because there's always the question of if he's the urban legend by that point or if he's outed by that and, and his supervillains know who he is. Mm, yeah. Yep. He he regularly works with the ple- the the G C P D, so Oh yeah, no, he's an established person. He's no longer a myth. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Team books. I never quite got them. Oh man, that those cars are way better than uh, the CGI cars later on, eh? Uh, like later on in this movie, or or sorry, later on in the in the DC directed video movies. Oh yeah, I haven't seen those ones yet, so <laughs> you'll see. Oh, certainly better than in uh, New Frontier. Oh yeah, everything's better here. Just everything. <laughs> Yeah, I, I honestly wish they stuck with this animation style, especially nowadays, like 10 years later. This is really working out, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a nice scene. Actually, Rose is using her as actually blinking, which is nice. Yeah, and I love their little uh, their little moment here. It reminds me of the Dark Crystal. Ah, okay then. Yeah, I think they call it dream fasting in that, but it's uh, just like mind sharing here. I mean, let's be honest here. It's mind melding. Yep, pretty much. Yep. <laughs> Even like touch their temples. I guess it was well, yeah, but look at this. And a great way of uh showing the Marsh uh Martian Manhunter's origin as well. Mm-hmm. For those sort of familiar with it. I do think it's weird that none of the Martians they're all naked and they have no genitals. I always thought that was a weird choice. Just put clothes on them. I guess so, yeah, that's not a stupid idea. There they are. Yeah, just it looks weird, but I like that. <laughs> you know, I still wish that they, we had tripods. Uh, yeah, I guess. Oof. Yeah, no, that'd be better. Yeah, see, just, I don't get that. Put clothes on them. That is cool, though. It's a cool moment. Yikes. Good grief. I oh, guess that was her mom, I guess. Uh, yeah, there's Dr. Airedale. There's moments ago. See, right there, there's Aquaman. So it's like he's part of the Justice League by that point. Oh, yeah, that's true. Unless he left the Justice League at that point, so. Yeah, it looked like in the book, he was just like kind of a part-time member. Where he's like, I mainly spend my time as a King of Atlantis, but if you guys need some backup, you know where to reach me. 
He's always got that. Yeah, I, I, I prefer the Justice League doing it the Avengers way of uh, the MCU. I mean, um, by when a when a crisis of some sort that needs more than one person uh, happens, that's when they like all band together, mm-hmm. and they're not always like full time rosters. Except for maybe Martian Mandarin. He's I could see him being up in the Watchtower all all day long. Or, you know, like a New Frontier, he's a detective instead, which would make more sense. Oh, I love that. But yeah, no, I could see him being just like that kind of god above watching. So we're certainly going through the motions here, eh? Like nothing really yep. to comment. No. Yeah, and I'm curious how much that's gonna be a problem as we go ahead where they feel like they kind of run into steam at a certain point and then pick up near the end. Cause I definitely felt that with uh, the last one as well. <laughs> and I remember some of that also in um, the first part of the uh, Batman or the dark Knight returns uh, animated movie as well. Where they feel like they were struggling to uh, fill some of the time. Even if it was almost a near direct adaptation of the book with two parts. Yeah. I feel like the book sometimes. Right there. Right there. Some of us don't speak Star Trek. Sorry for interrupting you. Oh, I I must have missed that last time. Yeah. That's the counterpart I was referring to before. Mm. That's nice to get them both in there. (laughs) Indeed. I am happy about that as well. Oh, but um, dead air, dead air, dead air. <laughs> oh yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, I also feel like the Dark Knight Returns. Uh, as much as I do enjoy a lot of elements of that book, I feel like it's a bit too long in parts. But that couldn't be helped. They were just longer books at that time, so you got to fill pages sometimes. Certainly. And boy, did Frank Miller like to fill pages with words? I mean, goddamn. <laughs> The Batman, that's what he is. <laughs> Anyways, to this. So now we have a what seems to be a final confrontation. This took way was way shorter, excuse me, than when I actually watched it. Mm-hmm. Felt longer when you're watching it. But again, that's because you and I are Yeah, yeah exactly. Because one that was the first time I watched it in years. Hmm. I feel like that's a line that Batman wouldn't say, but that's just me. Mm, that's fair. Oh, there's Green Lantern again. I forgot about him. <laughs> uh, Power Lantern, or Power Ring, excuse me, I believe is what he's called. No, oh, no, I meant the real Green Lantern. Oh, yeah. It's been so yeah. long since we've seen him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's it certainly is an extended Justice League episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-parter that they couldn't stretch out to three parts, and they made it three parts anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess, yeah, three-putter would be about this length. That's kind of interesting. Oh, wait a minute. What the heck? They got wrong as well. Power Ring's supposed to have his ring on the left side of his uh, body, not the right side. (laughs) Flash, what are you doing? Come on. Holy crap. Waiting for his cue. Like, all right. Well, he was getting distracted watching the other fights. Like, oops, there's my to help with. (laughs) He certainly has way more hyper focus than everybody else so he should be able to be like ah I, I know where I'm going that's a cool idea that is cool I like that although he should have turned into a basketball and been like yoink psych see I'm loving this get a punching uh... oh not just like a energy blast but 
put, put a little more fun into it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Constructs. Yeah. We got, we got, there's a lot more constructs here, which is nice. Um, I do like that almost everybody, no matter what, like when, when we go to each fight, we are, they're all still reacting. They're all still moving, which is nice. And they're not just like waiting in the background. Like I, I'm pretty sure two different teams, not two different teams. Nice. Uh, yep. belly to belly suplex. Yeah, all this all this stuff's working in this climax here at the fights. Yep. Oh, and I gotta say, I think I like Wonder Woman's the best. Yep. On a technical aspect, <laughs> but I also like yeah. Flash's and Quick's upcoming one right now. Yeah, I think Laura Mon- Montgomery said that um, when they sent them overseas to be animated, the the ones that came out the best were always Wonder Woman scenes. Oh yeah. And she was like, I guess they just like animating women fighting. But... <laughs> well, it is. I say it's Korea, but. <laughs> They certainly have a history of well, not history, but having to animate stuff from Japan as well. And that has a lot of like, you know, women being animated as well is helpful. I'll oh. say that. There goes soups. Yeah. Again, a lot of uh, the just league take punishment, but it's always a good thing to show our heroes being taken out, I guess. Psych. Yeah. Yeah, because they're so godlike, you'd think they just could be able to roll over anybody. Yeah, but now they're actually fighting their equals, their opposites. I'm getting some flash forwards backs to uh, Doom here, actually, funny enough. Oh, Just League Doom? Yeah, you'll, you'll see why. Yeah. That's pretty funny, actually, but anyway. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Never seen that one. I don't know if I, uh, don't know if I like this fight so much, which was kind of camera was a little better i don't know yeah, a little too shaky for you yeah actually yeah that's pretty much it yeah oh that's pretty cool is owl rang uh beats well i think they're called shatterings i don't remember what it's called in the book but his owl rings beat the batterings the owl man costume doesn't work as well in combat oh and here it looks a little too clunky yeah oh no i think it works perfectly here it's supposed to be way more armored up than uh, Batman suit. Yeah, but it looks too clunky. Like Batman looks like he's just like running circles around him. Well, that's the point. But in 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 his defense, he's taking blows and he's you know dealing way more damage to Batman. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Yeah, he did beat Batman up, but yeah. I just thought he looked a little silly. It looks silly, but it's practical. So, <laughs> like uh, Lex Luthor's costume in the comic. I mean, yeah, the, I, I remember what you're talking about, how in the uh, in the comic, the, going back to like, you know, Superman uh, and Lois, pardon me, the CW show. Yeah, you know, his his costume in the book and in mainstream comics, you know, looks like this. And we saw that in uh, Justice League as well, but it didn't look like the Doomslayer armor. No, yeah. Oh, and, and spoiler on that front, it's not Lex Luthor. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a time traveling version of him. I, I was I didn't know if Lex had already appeared in that universe, so I was like, uh I had no opinion um, at all. <laughs> I think so. It was uh didn't I tell you? I think I mentioned it to you once. It was um John Cryer. Oh, uh, I'm not sure I know what that is right now. That's that's fair. He was also in Superman four apparently and he was in two and a half men. Yeah, I'll look him up. <clears throat> Yeah, I like that Batman tricks uh, this guy here. 
Jonah Quick. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to lose my Flash, so I'll just put you in this. Is he doing that right here? or? Yeah, he has him as a, as a gamut, basically becoming yeah. a portal. Yeah, and he basically kills two of them here, which is kind of shocking for Batman. Well, let's one of them die. Let's put it that way. Uh, this one or the no, other one? No, Owlman. I mean, he... They essentially say that Batman knew this was going to happen about him dying, and he just didn't say anything. All right. Well, here's the thing. It's, it's the, it's the. Um, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Let's let's focus on this for now. And he becomes the portal. Inspired me to yeah. make my own character up now, and everybody else is just standing there. Everything before, just like, all right, we're all just going <laughs> to stop. Well, they they don't have anything to do. They just got to wait. <laughs> Can he like understand you? Also, I feel like he's becoming one with a speed force. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that works. Whoop. And he's gone. Oh, I see. Okay. It's basically a suit. That little device there. Alright, here's my here's my big question that really made me go, what? Yep. How are they breathing? <laughs> How is their air? Yeah, this place doesn't look like it has much of an atmosphere, but no, well, maybe it does. Or at least had, but like if it doesn't have any life on here to sustain air, what the hey? Yeah, and that green, whatever that green is up in the air looks kind of Haze. toxic. Yeah. All right, so let's go. Let's get philosophical here. This is where I was. Like, all right. So. What he's essentially saying is, you know, that humans suck and the whole like, uh, you know, we every choice we make, there's an infinite other other possibilities. That's true. Mm-hmm. That, that is the case. But here's the thing. You're thinking way too small. Like, Alman, you're, you're way too small. The whole idea of multiverse is that other events that aren't just human like there's an infinite number of them as well. And we already kind of have that in the universe as well. So like imagine if error the, the, the components, uh, the elements that make up the compound of error didn't somehow bond together for some reason. Something just happened. Air wasn't able to form. And thus the symbiosis between living beings and an atmosphere could not sustain uh, air properly. Life would be inhospitable. Or there was a third molecule or there's more molecules and it wasn't air, it was something else. Or, you know, a waterfall didn't form or mountains didn't form. Like, it's not just the idea of humanity. Like, oh, I mean, we're always so fascinated with humanity just because, well, it's us. Yep. Yeah, that's all Owlman cares about. He just wants to make some sort of statement. Like, humanity's a cancer. (laughs) Heard it before. Not interesting. (laughs) No, I like him because he's so crazy, but yeah, it's it's not like super interesting of an ideology, but it's straight out of a comic book. Let's be honest here. <laughs> yeah, I wish this was in the comic book. No, I guess it has its own weird philosophy things going on, too, but we'll get to that. Yeah, with uh, with with the uh, villain at the end. All right. Now, what was I trying to bring up with you here? I don't remember. Nothing matters. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. And I like the interplay between these two. And I don't know if this is supposed to be like Bruce Wayne, uh, maybe, or if it's a different person altogether. Yeah, they don't nice. make it in any way clear in this at all. Yeah, he's wearing like, oh, I could have broken your, you could have broken your arm there, man. That would have been cool. Yeah, that would have been. There's a nice little like Azrael Batman reference. See, he's wearing a suit of armor, not a, not a costume like he is right now, where he only has padding. Oh yeah, it's weird to think that Batman's fighting right now with that broken rib. <laughs> Forgot about that. We don't talk about that. <laughs> Yeah, maybe they shouldn't have done that little bit. It was a cool little bit, but but I guess you are just supposed to forget. Oh. Oh, man. That's kind of a silly line. I get his point, but it's kind of a silly line. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Batman, his face should be fucked after that. Uh, Again, his suit is just, like, you know, way more enhanced. Yeah, but his mouth is exposed. He should be all scarred up. Uh, we don't talk about that. Oh, right there. There's <laughs> little scuff marks. Yeah, the scuff, his face should be like... Oh, I remember what it was supposed to be. I remember what it was supposed to be. It should be shrapnel stabbed in his cheek. But again, you, you, here's the thing. He's he's starting off like he wants to destroy Earths, not the universe. So it'd be interesting if it, like this series kind of went on to eventually we find the Antimonitor. Now, here we go. Here we go. Batman just killed him. Okay, I see your point, but I still believe that he could have easily cut himself out right there and had a means of escaping. Yeah, but Batman's intent was to kill him. Even if he escaped, Batman still set him up to die. No, his intent was not to escape or to kill him. It was to at least not stop him from uh, thwarting him. Thwarting (laughs) him, excuse me. Yeah. He attached him to that device that he knew was going to blow up. He rigged to blow up. I mean, so what's your problem here? It's just... It, All right, fine. I concede that you're right. What's your problem? It's just interesting to see a Batman that's okay with killing two people. What if this isn't a human being, though? Uh, I don't know. He already said he's not human, so I then therefore if he lacks any compassion, then he's not a human being. I think that was the whole speech that he was trying to make of... of, of I think Batman was actually assessing him. Assessing him to see if he was human or not and he wasn't he's he's not human he's inhuman if batman decided that the mirror verse people weren't weren't human wouldn't he not care about helping lex either be like Fuck so you're all stating you right here that and he didn't initially did not want to help lex yeah um fully not but so you're saying that you should have just let uh Alman, uh blow up the universe unless there was a third option no he sends that other thing to blow up but he doesn't purposely trap Alman to the bomb that's fair, but again, to thwart him and to prevent him from doing anything else, because it was probably, I assume, the only way. And I and I think the no-kill rule is stupid. I just think that they're clearly uh, subverting it here twice. Well, that's DC for you. <laughs> they, the whole no-kill rule, no kill rule is, well, stupid anyway in real life. Look at Batman. He's got nothing to say. It's like, yeah, I did that. I just didn't give a fuck. Fair enough. Where's the Joker, by the way? Bring him over. I'll, I'll kill him this time. <laughs> I've had a change of heart. I think you're not realizing the circumstances of the situation. Uh, 
I just think Batman's no kill rule. I think they just broke it there. That's all. That's my only point. But <laughs> I don't see your. I, I get your point, but I still don't understand why you have a problem with that in this in this case scenario. Again, I don't. I I I think Batman should kill the Joker. You're just calling it out, eh? Yeah, I think the no kill rule is stupid. I think, uh, but I think that it's so fundamental to his character at this point that it's curious. Space force. It's the force in space. Yeah, that's never going to happen now. <laughs> Probably will. I have no idea. Tanks in space. Showed up out of nowhere. Certainly leading the charge. Where's your commander in chief uniform? Wait, if they're all wearing helmets, does that imply that there's no air? In- oh, for pit's sakes. We'll fire all the nukes in this room right now. Yeah, I'll show you all. Ah, I kind of do miss the uh, the watchtower, not the watchtower, but the uh, the other look that they had in the moon. I forget what they called it, not the Panopticon, because that was, I think, the Fortress of Solitude. But whatever the watchtower was, oh, they had a name. And actually, I'll look it up right now. Pretty sure they had a name for it. For the bad guys one. Yeah, the bad guys tower. Or the... Yeah, that was the Panopticon. Panopticon, I think. Empire State. Let's see. Oh yeah, it was the Panopticon. So what the heck was he in then before? What the hey? That's weird. Huh. Yeah, but I'm curious to see if the Tim, these, because I haven't seen almost any of these Batman ones except for, uh, yeah, I guess just the returns. I've seen the ones pre these movies, but hmm. I'm curious to see if their take on Batman's a little bit different from the usual, usual comic take in Nolan movies. That's another thing. Yeah, it's so influenced by Nolan. The no kill rule is such like a big part of those movies. Well, because it's not animation; it's now real life. <laughs> yeah, but even in the, even in I feel like the other Batman things I've seen. That's why it surprised me just how flippantly they they did it here. You should uh, be happy to go back to the Golden Age Batman, where he has a gun and he does kill people. <laughs> yeah, that's very different than the modern Batman, but. But yeah, I am looking forward to reading some of that stuff since it's I'm pretty sure most of it's available digitally. Wait, so how did they get that here? Spoils of war. Wait, well, wait. Uh well, I guess to keep up appearances. Yeah, but do these guys even have um secret identities in this? <laughs> well, you know what actually? If none of this, if this is just standalone and we don't know anything beforehand, nothing came before nor after, and they only exist in this time period, and who's to say that any of these guys have a no-kill rule except for Superman? Actually, he does say we don't kill, so never mind. It's just such a fundamental part of Batman at this point in time. You'd, you'd think that they'd make some comment on it. Now, this music at the end is a little better, I'll say that. Yeah, and I like the rotating Earth thing too. It's it's kind of a, I like it. So how would you go about the uh, no kill rule? Let's talk about that then. Um, if I was writing for Batman, if I was going to break it, I'd feel like I'd have to make it a story. You know, it couldn't just be so flippantly. That that's as much as I love Batman eighty nine. That's another thing that just makes it feel like ah, oh, is this really? This doesn't really feel like Batman. Plus, the no no being a detective part also is another thing that 
kind of makes it not feel like Batman, but I don't know. It just, I feel like Batman just, he's too, too crazy to, to kill. That's his whole thing. Is he crazy in this though? That's my question. Before, before he makes the no kill rule uh, or undoes the no kill rule. Excuse me. No, I think he was definitely very antisocial. But I think the fact that his direct counterpart was a complete loon, you know, totally over the hill. I mean, that's a comment on itself of how, uh, well, maybe, maybe it isn't. I don't know. That would honestly change from continuity to continuity in a way, because his, you know, whether he is the insane person or a person trying to not become insane, that, that changes his counterpart then it's an insane person trying to become a human again, or it's a perfectly normal human. Oh, (laughs) I guess Adam West, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, that's what the, yeah. Uh, But yeah, it, it, the movie held up mostly. Um, Again. Yeah, definitely. You'd think that a movie that's only an hour and 50 minutes shouldn't feel like it's too long, but it does, but I still enjoyed it. I will I will flip my sign saying I am feeling it, but I have you know some problems with it. Mm-hmm. But it's certainly a good step in the right direction. I will say that. Absolutely, yeah. After that very disappointing first one for us, this is a a sign that maybe the next one will be good. Hopefully, because <laughs> it's a direct sequel, right? No, it is not a direct sequel whatsoever. Oh, I thought it none was. of these are related to each other except for the Public Enemies movie or the Superman and Batman movies duology if you want to call it that that's where i thought oh, oh okay interesting and if you want to count year one and returns as you know because they're written by the same guy or originally written by the same guy i guess you could call that like connected but other than that none of these are interconnected until new 52 oh okay most of these are just standalone and again they were going with the whole what dc is striving to do now with yeah, you know, we want to do standalone stories. This is what they were doing a decade beforehand. Yeah, and I mean, I've heard a lot of good things about some of them, but I do appreciate going in that direction. Hopefully they'll do it again, but... <laughs> to a point, I will I will say that. Oh, yeah. No, the way they, they stopped doing that, right? With the, the new 52 line? They've, like, switched back to... Yeah, since they, they've been copying Marvel. Or the mm. MCU, excuse me. Oh, okay. In that they want that continuity. Well, that's that's too bad, but yeah. the way you could do continuity is, you know, like what people have been saying for years is, you know, make separate stories and then bring those separate stories together. And yeah, one movie without having them each be interconnected. Hmm. Oh, I'm curious. Yeah, I was I was so convinced I looked it up and it does say Justice League Doom is a standalone sequel to Christ on Two Earths, but I guess we'll find out. I don't I don't think it is. It's it's very similar to this movie in that it involves them fighting counterparts oh, to each other and and them but it's instead of them taking on their counterparts it's the other way around and then they come them coming back to I spoil the whole movie yeah well I'll probably forget <laughs> and another crisis occurring oh man uh, that will inflict uh, affect the earth but interesting it's not i I don't think it's at all a i think it's a better movie to this one oh there we go sort of but and it's written by the same guy so and his last work 
Yeah, well, I look forward to that one. I mean, I'm I'm definitely curious to see what it's going to be like, and I'm glad that you said it's going to be better than this because that'll be nice. But so th- I will say this as well: this is a a movie I liked that had multiverse elements in it, and I'm not screaming at the TV. Oh yeah, fuck! I was going to bring that up, and I'd completely forgotten. Yeah, is there any reason why you think they handle it well here compared to maybe some other things you've seen? Two Earths, two Earths, and then it mm-hmm. goes into the whole infinite Earths idea, and it it still works. I mean, it's the philosophy part of it, like of him being an emo, uh, ed- a teeny edge lord. Like, yeah, kind of funny, but I don't know. It just it feels natural here. <laughs> yeah, it, it works. And yeah, I guess your your point being that it has more of a tighter focus. It's not like um, Christ on Infinite Earths, where we're just jumping from place to place, barely have any time to really get to know the characters that we're meeting and stuff like that. Again, this is a good starting point for exploring infinite earths. And then you bring in the anti-monitor and you're like, oh, I know who these characters are now. So this is really like, this is scary. We have to like prevent this from happening or else all earths will fall. Hmm. No, fair enough. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm excited to check out Doom. I'm probably going to read that comic that you mentioned. Uh, Is it Tower of Babel? Tower of Babel. Yeah, so... Look forward to to that. I don't know if we'll do a comic book review on it, but we might talk about it a bit. But <laughs> if you encounter your other self in the other world, the alternate world, and then you also choose to go to all the other infinite worlds uh, where you yourself have made different decisions, not so much that you were born differently, but each decision you make every second uh, is wow. different. What do you do? You all just go into a labyrinth maze and walk around and, you know, admire the hedge and and the plants and how different they might be. But perhaps you all see different plants. Who knows? Peace! confused on that one i don't know where you're going neither do i but obviously in another world i would have been uh would have been different oh that's very true yeah yeah i was gonna say what do you think about his whole like that's definitely kind of the thing with the mirror dimensions i don't love where it's like oh if you'd walk down one road the another version of you somewhere else walk down another or you chose to get this lunch and another person chose something else like i don't i don't like that direct comparison I mean, it's just something that is a cool observation, and then we just took it too far. Yeah. I think we're focusing on the wrong science fiction ideas. Honestly. Yeah, like, that's fair. What does this mean? Like, what's the freaking point? After, like, half a century of exploring that stuff. Like, it was cool in Star Trek like, the first time, but <laughs> that was a one-off. Yeah, one-off. Yeah. And we'll get into it in the book. 
because I feel like it was maybe more of a problem for me in the book than it was in the movie. That's Fair actually enough. one of the reasons I don't love the book, but I guess we'll get more to that later. But, but yeah, I, I, reading the book, honestly, I was coming around to your multiverse thing where I was like, oh, this this feels so kind of silly. Uh, I'll think about it more for the review. I'm, I don't know. I, I hope that I could be won over. I'm not trying to like, I don't want to throw it under the bus, but I just want, I, I think it's, uh, we've oversaturated the market with it and it needs to like, you know, we need to go focus on other ideas and then somebody's going to have a good idea about it. And that's, that's going to be great. I, I want that. I, I probably should, yeah, I'll, I'll reiterate from what I said before. I want like good ideas. I just don't, it's just, most of them seem generic. Have you read any of them? Okay. Not every single one of them. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair point. Your point. <laughs> and, and there are a lot of really tr- generic ones out there. I mean, again, I think the book that we'll be talking about next time is a little generic in that way, but I think it's still focused to a point. It's only on two Earths. Yeah, and, and it does have some cool ideas. I just think some of those direct parallels is a little bit silly to me. But yeah, the whole parallel idea. But it's just a way of it's a crutch for certain writers to like have different versions of the characters around. And I just say, listen, these characters exist. Just do your own run. Like they're mm-hmm. not in the same continuity. They're in your continuity or whatever you make. Just tell a good story. That's all. Yeah, I'm just asking. tell a good story. Absolutely. And you know, I don't. I don't care if I'll never see, um, if I'll ever see the the Nightfall Batman again. Like it was a cool. It was a, it was a great Batman, but I'm not, I'll never get that Batman again. Um, I'll never get that. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, We'll we'll never have the uh, whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow, uh, Superman that Alan Moore wrote, like the possible end for that character. We'll, we'll never get that ever. Did they adapt that into a movie? Never have. Oh, okay, I have to read that one. Then. Yeah, they they adapted some, like, like for instance, they adapt. Um, oh, what's that Teen Titans story? Not Jericho. No, that's a character. Uh, Judas Judas Contract. That's what it is. Um, hmm. but they had wanted to do that. Like the the direct video people wanted to do that one for years. I think it was like talked about in 2009. And then they were like, all right, we're finally doing it. And they did it after Justice League versus Teen Titans. And well, we'll get to that one. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to get to all of them. I'm so pumped. And I'm so pumped yeah. for all the books I get to read that I've for years had no interest in. And now it's like, oh, I have this excuse to read these now. For the new 52 run, I do say we should do them in order. Because uh, there is a there is an aura to them, and it is chronological. Yeah, that's why I wanted to get through all these other ones first. And maybe we won't do that. Maybe that'll take too long. But yeah, I was planning on doing all the 52 stuff in order. Because you'll see, because there is a beginning and an end, which is the Dark Side War. Mm. Oh, and I guess since we're in the uh, Inside Baseball section, I started mildly putting together our Superman list. Jason had so many options for us to review. Thank you, Jason. That I'm just going to have to watch through. (laughs) Yeah, He put together just giant lists and was like, just pick whatever you want. But it was so huge that it was a little daunting. But I definitely think we should do some maybe little couple Fleischer cartoons. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, maybe not in a commentary form, but just kind of talking about them because they're so short. I don't know if there's much value doing a commentary. Not even a scene by scene, just a like quick synopsis of here's what happens and go. 
you are, I mean, we could watch like almost all of them. It'd probably take like an hour and a half and then just kind of chat about the ones we liked and what we thought worked well about them, like uh, overall. And then I wrote down um, Superboy Pilot for Pilotsville Resurrect That Series. We keep meaning to do that one. And <laughs> I would like to do the pilot for Lois and Clark. That actually, or, or yeah, the adventures of Lois and Clark. I think that's yep. what it's called. I, I think so too. Yeah, I put that one down too after Superboy. And then I put Superman the Animated Series, pick five episodes out of, I think Jason sent me like maybe like 12 or 13 episodes. So I'll look through all those ones and pick out the ones we should should watch. I can send you the list that he sent me too if you want to check out some of the other ones. If you want to pick one or pick how many, yeah. however many you want. But yeah, I guess just send me on the Facebook. Sure. Yeah, and I also, he also sent a whole bunch of Smallville and Supergirl and uh, the Batman was in there. Um, but I added the Smallville pilot as uh, the last one on there so far. Why not? We were going to do it anyway, so might as well, eh? Yeah, I know Jason said he wanted to come on for that one. So yeah, maybe he'll come on for Lois and Clark too. I think he said he saw that series. So but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. Uh, one second, I'm just going to get my movie set up here. <laughs> I should have done that beforehand. Yeah. Unprofessional uh, podcaster here. Well, you know, I'm not professional either. I'm very novice. And I act oh, as boy. an elitist, so <laughs> it's in the name. Where's that uh, Where's that Family Guy meme of Peter coming in? Seeing he said the title. I think I put that in one of my Doctor Who podcasts. I think I put that in there. I mean, I'd always yell out <laughs> rule credits instead. Yeah, I haven't listened to any of those episodes for so long. I basically like abandoned that podcast for now. I feel bad. But anyway. <laughs> You'll get onto it eventually. You'll find a uh, another co-host who enjoys the Doctor. 